well, as the title says, we're out. We're without Dylan today. We're without the other the other co-host of, of the of the podcast. Um, but we have a we have a regular now. I guess I could find. Yeah, it. I, I guess we could call it that. I think after uh, our conversations. After our conversations, Brayden's going to be a regular on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> seems fitting. super ex- super excited about it. Super excited about the opportunity. Uh, <laughs> but no, we we. We figure we just keep adding to the squad and as long as we have a good amount. And I think, like I said, I think last week, a lot of people, I mean, it was one of the fastest listened episodes like I've released in general. Like, I think we got 182 downloads in like the first two days, which is kind of great, which is kind of a lot for me in terms yeah. of one, in terms of like a release within two days. Like if it's not like a huge guess, it's just really, I mean, brain's kind of big, I guess. Well, he is big. Well, How about that, man? But. Hey, I'm just happy that we got you some listeners and people enjoyed it. I, everyone that kind of messaged me and um, I had actually this morning on our uh, team call we have on Sunday mornings, Tyler was saying he had some clients, uh, some clients messaging him and had a bunch of people. Hey, hey, can we uh, use insulin and L-carnitine? <laughs> I, had a, I had a couple of them too. Luckily for me, I actually had planned to um, introduce some, some L-carnitine with a couple people. And I was able to just say, hey, like when they're asking a couple of questions, I, I answered them and I'm like, hey, why don't you refer to this podcast that I just shot on Sunday? It'll give you some information. Yeah. But I guess I'll give an update on me. I guess I kind of just guide people through my updates typically throughout the throughout my weeks. Uh, that's typically how we do things for first thing. Um, so I'm getting skinnier as we speak. Um my body weight held up for the last week, so Mark decided to drop food, and within two days of dropping food, my weight has decreased three pounds. <laughs> so, um, skinny boy Anthony is now in effect. I actually prefer where I'm. I actually prefer like looking back at my off season photos. I actually prefer where I was at at like one eighty five. Like one eighty five, my back looked fucking wild. Like after after pumps, like everything looked wild, and Kind of looking at the photo that I posted today, it kind of just resembles how wild I was at like 185. Mm-hmm. Um, I woke up today. Here's how I knew I was going to be way, way lighter than what I was yesterday. I was like, oh, I can hit a vacuum so seamlessly right now. Like my stomach was already in. Like when I woke up and went to the bathroom, I was like, yeah, I'm flat. I was like, my stomach is fully flat right now. I was like, damn, this feels nice. <laughs> so yeah. so we're digging deep. Um, we got regular days middays which are regular training days arms arms delts back day and then chest delt day is all regular it's all 325 grams of carbs and i get a nice and i get a nice little bump in carbs uh on on leg day which i get to decide how i want to use that so i might be doing some cereal <laughs> just post workout just have a fuck ton of cereal um uh, because not gonna lie we've been doing that rogers we've been doing that squat pro that pendulum squat pro Thing. That is one of the best machines thing, ever, bro. And that thing has been fucking us up. I posted yeah. that set last week, and you could see me shaking on that second to last rep, and I was fucked after that. And I am, I'm still a little messed up right now on my hamstrings from anything that I did that day. Uh, so the Atlantis, the, everything's kind of progressing. Of course, I mean, finally figured out my deadlift form, so I'm pretty happy with that. But um, overall feeling good i'm ready to just get leaner i'm ready to see what i look like i i really want to see what i look like at like 175 
Like if I could be like, Hey, Mark, can we drop down one? Can we drop down like 10 pounds? Like <laughs> we drop down, like, can we drop down like 20 pounds? Let's get to like 165 and be like, Hey, let's hop into the show, bro. <laughs> what, did you, uh, what did you, what did you start, start your uh, kind of growth push at? 165. 165. Mm-hmm. So 10 pounds on your frame. That's like that seeing, seeing what, seeing what 10 pounds looks like. And if it's roughly same, you probably would be better conditioned, honestly. I'm significantly better now than I was at 165. Like just condition wise, condition wise. Yes. There you go. Beautiful. I definitely, I definitely am. I'm probably roughly the same. So if I drop down another like five pounds, I think I'll be better. Way sharper. And obviously a lot of tissue. I mean, you guys spelt a spelt, spent a lot of time in a, uh, yeah, 19 months. Yeah. And a surplus there and doing it right. Right. Like not getting super sloppy, listening to the biofeedback. I know Mark's obviously a really, really smart dude. So we got a little, we got a little sloppy near the end. I, I would, mean, at the I end of say- the day, here's the thing. Here's the thing with that though. Like as a natural athlete, it's, a, it's, it's harder to build tissue. Right. And sometimes you have to, sometimes you got to push that, push that a little bit more and be willing to get a little softer. I have one right now. I have a guy right now where he's, he's getting softer, but he looks completely different at like, he can't, he started with me at 192. I got him down to like 181. Got him yeah. down really good. Now he's at like 188. He's a bit softer now at 188, but he looks completely different to where he was last year at 188. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're soft right now. I know you look soft, but your training performance is high and your BG is still with like 82 to 86. I'm like, yeah. your body's still processing food and your training is still sky high right now. Like, I think, I think for a lot of natural athletes, they don't understand that you kind of, there's a, there's always a, there's always a, there's a group that says you need to stay leaner. And then there's the group that says you need to get softer. Yeah. And I find for natural, at least for guys, at least my age or younger should get really soft, like not really soft, like to the point where you're like fat and chubby, but you need to put on. For sure. And realistically, at the end of the day, too, the individuation is going to come into play, right? Like some people real like 100% some people, you can give them 4500 calories, 5000 calories a day as a leaner person, and they just ain't going to get fat, but they'll build tissue. Some people, you give them that much food, you give them 3000 calories, and they're going to slowly get fat, right? It, it really is is where they're at in their journey. And you got to decide, but I do think, especially with natural athletes, if you actually want to build a quality amount of tissue over a period of time, usually you're going to have to allow them to get a little bit softer than I got you soft. May, you, then you may like, soft. it sucks. Hey, eh? it, 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 oh, definitely... it, it fucking, well, not, not going to lie though. Like shirts, I was filling out like XL shirts mm-hmm. by the end of that. Like when I was, Oh, like, that's, that's great. But that's like great. walking around feeling like shit all the time <laughs> and eating that much food and not even being yeah, able to think 4, yeah, Your brain doesn't function properly. Yeah, eating four thousand calories was not fun at all. No, now I'm like so attentive, and it comes at the right time because I guess I can announce it because he already announced it. I have my first prep athlete, so like the fact that I'm go. mentally like yeah, man, locked in for the next like four months is gonna really pay off in terms for him too. It's like I could just be a better coach. I can do things more efficiently. Like I kind of like, and as I get more dieted down. I don't know how far we're going, but as I get more diet down, I can just like get in, I can just get into the workflow and oh, dude. Food and just, I prefer dieting a hundred times over pushing food and trying to grow. Like I love the performance aspect of pushing food, but it's not something it that's sucks like, outside of that. <laughs> yeah. That, that's just it. And like, that's, that's what I do with athletes all the time. Like especially because a lot of people have a mental block with, especially, and I find it with females, right? Like 
as you start to push food up and they are getting a little softer, but they're in a healthy body fat range. They get that hesitant. And I just say to them like, Hey, just focus on how good you feel in the gym and how strong you feel. Don't focus on the scale. Don't think about that. Let me worry about that. Let me do the thinking with that. I'm not going to get you fat and sloppy. We got a goal to get on stage, improve, whatever, but focus on the performance because if you focus on the performance and week to week, your performance is improving. And I don't mean just on the, the load on the bar, but your performance is improving in one way or another, you're progressing. And if you continue to do that and let me handle the rest, you're going to see that this should happen. Right. And, and we know at firsthand, like when you're in an off season and you're driving food up and your strength is just climbing, climbing, climbing it, that's you leave your sessions and you're like stoked. You're like fucking rights. I hammered everything I needed to do today. And then you get home and you pass out on the couch because you can't even keep your eyes open. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at right now, though. Like, my sessions are getting so brutal that, like, my – I mean, I was pounding 600 grams of carbs on training day, right? Now I'm down to, like, yeah. 325 and 400. Like, that's a big that's a big difference in terms of expenditure there Yeah, yeah. and, and actual intake. And I'm just like, man, by the time I'm done legs, I'm sitting at home and I'm just – I'm taking a nap. Like it's like oh, seven o'clock at night and I'm sure. like, I not getting up from my, my couch. This is why I need a girlfriend. So applications are, <laughs> applications are open. <laughs> you guys hear that? Anybody Make me single? food. Make me food. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> needs a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, but I honestly think like, especially if it's your first growth phase and you are natural, take it as soft as you possibly take it as take it, just focus in. Like I told him, the guy I'm working with, I told him I'm literally focusing in on your BG and your gym performance right now. Yeah, yeah. I was sure. like, we'll get blood work. I was like, of course, we've been working for a year now. So I'm like, hey, we got to get blood work because I want to make sure everything is good and we're optimizing everything for you. But I was like, yeah. hey, dude, I'm not focused on your look. Like I'm focused in on your look, but I know it's going to, if you keep performing in the gym, the muscle is going to put on. Like his measurements keep going up where they need to go up. They're slowly going up yeah. in the waist, which is naturally going to happen. Like, unless you're on, where, where's his training age at? Is he a pretty young, pretty young athlete? Yeah, he's like, like 20. He never knew how to train right until he came to me. So he's like, there you go. Right. So like, yeah. So training is training. Let him, let, fix his training. Let him train hard and drive performance over a long period of time while you exactly the food climbing, buddy, he'll, he'll build tissue. That's exactly. That's a so, guaranteed, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I'm a, I'm a shitty bodybuilder, so it's whatever. Um, We'll no, see. you're not. Give we'll yourself see. some time. Give yourself we'll some what, time, brother. We'll see what happens in the next year. Hint, hint. Yeah. We'll see. The good stuff. The good stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. How's how's everything going on your side of the world? Well, I guess we're not. We're on the good, same man. Side. Good, really good. It's uh, lots of lots of really cool things in the works here. So, um, as you know, obviously we talked last week about we brought Dylan on and stuff, and Dylan and I have been planning some things. So Dylan's actually flying down here this weekend, Ooh. and. Uh, we got a videographer, so we're going to be doing a couple full days of, of filming for some things that I have in the works for um, our athletes and, and training programming and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen my programs. I do a kind of a, a long written out spiel with each exercise on what I, how I want to see them executed and stuff like that. And I mean, when I build plans, it's, it's very, very time consuming because I do that. So I'm trying to find a way for me to be able to get that same result by, by driving home with the athletes what I want to see. But at the same time, not have to sit there and write for three hours straight typing on a computer and I'm banging out a training program. So um, basically going to be, be doing an exercise database type thing where click on click on the link and all of a sudden 
there's there's a video of the exercise you need to see. So that's it. It's going to take a lot of time, a lot of filming and stuff like that. But really, really excited for it, especially, you know, how experienced and, and versed Dylan is in the training world. And I think we kind of feed off each other with a lot of that stuff. So even just the chance to hang out next weekend is going to be going to be a fun one. But I feel like every video is going to be like 10 minutes freaking long. <laughs> <laughs> probably, man. Probably. Knowing us, probably. But I, but, but I want to do the same thing. Like I, I like that. I end up sending just YouTube like links. Like I'll be like, here's execution. And I'll just send like yeah. a link underneath of it. So yeah. I'll find a YouTube video. Usually I've been using to give credit. I've been using like physique development, Alex Bush and all them. They're really, really good at those. Oh things. yeah. I, I actually, I, I've referenced a lot of uh, Alex's stuff too. He's definitely, I mean, between, and a lot of the stuff Alex does is, is very similar to Kasim, right? Like yeah. very, very, and I mean, at the end of the day, that's a lot of my stuff. And I don't want to say everything because I, I do think for myself in some realms too. And there's some stuff that I don't apply the same as them. And I mean, not to say that they're wrong and I'm right. I, I mean, I'm never going to say that about chasm, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I just have my own. Not on, this, not on this podcast. No, we don't yeah. need, we don't need this to go downhill quickly. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. So. But uh, yeah, so that's one thing. And then uh, I had a pretty good meeting this morning with uh, Tony and Steven there on the back end working on some other cool stuff. So as you know, I have a pretty extensive gym in my garage and home gym, but I have more equipment on the way that I don't know where I'm going to put it. because my You have no garage, room. You have no room. I have no room, zero room. <laughs> so uh, actually we're, we're working on securing a place right now and getting kind of a Miller Elite HQ on the roll for uh, yeah. team headquarters type thing. And, and I'll be a, there. Yeah, man. As soon, as soon as we get her up and rolling, you're definitely uh, invited down. But it's just small things that we're picking away on in the back end, right? Like it's obviously first and foremost is the athletes and stuff and making sure we're, we're yep. taking care of them. And competition season is, is coming up here with a lot of my athletes in prep and whatnot. So got uh, a lot of plans ahead in terms of just making sure my schedule is clear with a lot of that stuff. I got to head down to... Um, opposing clinic in Calgary in a couple of weeks to help with that for the CPA. And then I got another one here that one of my coaches, Mav and I are doing um, locally. So just lots of stuff, you know, you know how it is, man, busy, yeah. busy, but busy. can't, uh, can't complain, man. Everything's, everything's rolling here. Training's good on my side, eating good. Probably. I told, I told my lady here actually today, right before this podcast that uh, I'm going to pull out any free meals or cheap meals here for a couple of weeks. Oh, just look for- at this guy. Look at this guy. <laughs> I'm an actual bodybuilder over here. Oh, yeah, I uh, what I told you kind of what ended up happening on the last podcast there when I ended up having like three free meals because of the birthdays that lined up and stuff. And like I'm a family guy and, and I'm not on a prep or anything like that, so I gave myself a little bit of leeway. But then, frig, man, you you see the effects of that in the following days when you're and I'm the type of guy too when I'm off my plan, man. Mentally, I just something's not there. You know what I mean? I need my routine. Yeah. And if, if I kind of let that go out the window, um, shit just goes sideways, both in my head and performance wise and whatnot. So time to get back to it and, uh, lead by example, you know, the drill. Yeah. Yep. I know exactly the drill. Cause I'm in the trench. I mean, we're both in the trenches with our athletes, right? I think that's a big, that's a big difference between us and a lot of coaches. <laughs> like there's, there's our group of people like, like Mark, like, like Cameron, like yeah. you, Dylan Taylor, like there's all these coaches that are in the actual trenches. Yeah, with them. Like we've been through the ups and downs. Like we've been through, been through hormonal stuff. Like we've all had messed up blood work at some point in time. Like, 
there's been things that have gone wrong and we've had to fix them ourselves uh, through it um, or have a coach help us through that. Like we've been through it, like in our right. So I don't think people, people realize that. So when you sign up for a coach, sign up for one that is in the trenches with you because it actually matters. Yeah. hundred percent, man. It's uh, the way I take it is how can I tell you to do something if I can't do it myself? Right. And like that only goes so far because obviously they will probably utilize, utilize trend in somebody at some point this year. And like, I'll tell you right now, I'm definitely not sticking in the Ophola trend in myself just because, because <laughs> of my, because of my heart and so forth. But I mean, you get uh, risk, it, risk it, risk it for the biscuit, bro. Risk it. <laughs> you get what I'm saying though. You know what I mean? Like if, if I'm telling you to, to tighten up your diet and follow something and train your ass off and you see me there just fucking the dog and eating like an absolute asshole, well, chances are, I'm not going to be motivating you in any sense to do it yourself. Right. So, I mean, in, motivation, I believe is definitely intrinsic, but in an environment and a culture, we try to breed and, and create, I think there also is an extrinsic portion of it. And I think that's very important. So, yeah, well, uh, we're on to what we just watched this whole weekend. Uh, oh yeah. The good Donald. stuff. Donald. Uh, I kind of want to start with, I mean, I'm going to skip men's physique because I don't like those guys anyway. So, oops. Honestly, man, men's physique was kind of impressive. I'm going to really? say it. Yeah. Was it? I really couldn't tell. Like, I actually did, like, I think. I e-banks, feel, and I, I only E-Banks say it looks impressive. Awesome. E-Banks looks awesome. And then the, the, yeah. the, I don't know how to say his name right. Is it? Diogo? Diego? How do you say it? Diogo or Diogo? Yeah, Diogo. I'm going to skip yeah. that. Hopefully I'm right. I, uh, so, actually, I should I should be freaking what wild. I was going to say. I should rephrase what I was going to say. Was really, really impressed with top three guys. Outside of that, I think it was a pretty weak men's physique lineup. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're on on the Arnold Classic stage, and they're all very, very good. But, like, those three walk out, and it's – this is who your top three is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I think it was – like you said – Banks looked really good. Diogo looked really good. And uh, Manuel looked very, very, very good too. So it was, uh, I didn't watch the entire thing. I just watched a little bit of finals there and I thought it was really good. But I mean, at the end of the day, classic and bodybuilding were, and wellness was actually a, a curveball for me too. I love that class. I, I absolutely love that class. I have an issue and I don't want, I want to say it on camera, but I have an issue with, with some of the competitors of wellness and they're, their aesthetic or bodily shape or what is possibly in their bodily shape. <laughs> oh yeah. They, you know, that, you know, there's, there's some shit going in some of their glutes for sure. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's, but I mean, there, there's also some men where like the lines are super sharp and the tissue is there. And you know, not, if it's, it's real, you know, if it's fully, exactly, it's not blurred by anything. You, if you have an eye for it, you can kind of tell. And I think, uh, I don't know, man. There's a couple things like I had high hopes for Eurishna. Yeah, I saw her in person, bro. She trains she down was... here. She trains down here sometimes. Oh. I have never put on pants quicker in my life after seeing her. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, I'm not wearing shorts. I'm not wearing shorts this week to the gym. That is I was like, nope. Yeah, she's she's got so much muscle, man. And I feel like if she was if she was conditioned it would be tough to beat her. You know what I mean? But then on the flip side, like she was, what's that? Instagram wellness. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, she's good. 
but yeah. she needs to be sharper. And then you, you, you got to question whether there's something else going on there. Right. If, is she not conditioned or, or is there, I mean, there was definitely lack of conditioning, but if she's sharper, will there still be blurred lines because of something else? I think she's, I think she is conditioned. I think they mess up her peak. Like if I'm being honest, I think because if you look at her photos leading up to uh, to this show, yeah, I didn't really know her on Instagram, photos leading up, which I know her on Instagram and everything, and you know we can say whatever we want about Instagram, but you can't you can't kind of fake you can fake shreds, but it's pretty hard when you're at that level to do it. Um, lighting and mirrors, lighting and mirrors do phenomenal things yeah. when you're pretty lean. But she looks, but she looked fucking peeled heading into that show, and I yeah. think it's a peaking thing. And I don't think they need to peak. Like, if I'm being honest, I think she looks full as it is. Like when she heads yeah. into that show, like <clears throat> in the photo, she looks full. I'm like, well, what's the reason for trying to carve her up at that point? Like, I think, and I think it's so new, too, right? It's such a new division, and peaking, like you have to peak a bottom half, and yeah. it's like peaking, peaking that's a lot harder with that much muscle on a female. Like, yeah well and like if if yeah i agree with you there right like <clears throat> i had a bikini bikini athlete this year who we won two pro qualifiers her class and i basically told her the same thing like her glutes held fullness very very well so did her delts but as soon as i drive food into her or carbs into her her quads fill up and as soon as her quads fill up she almost looks overly quad dominant so i basically said to her like listen we're loading you on pretty much no food. <laughs> like you're gonna be star- you're gonna be starving on stage. And I want you so hungry to the point that you pass out, but your fasted look is still a very full look, even when your food is low. And that's where I think a lot of people go wrong is like they think there's this predisposition to having to drive carbs into an athlete to peak for a show. And it's like some athletes honestly don't need that. Some absolutely do, and some will need crazy amounts. But like, if you're full, you're full. You know what I mean? If you're full on zero grams of carbs, well, you're pretty full in the right areas. Like that's I, what you need. I can't imagine peaking like, like peaking an open bodybuilder. <laughs> like, like, nah, I don't um, want that. Nope. I don't, I don't want it to go anywhere near that. I'm good. <laughs> and you'd be surprised, man. Some guys, same thing. Like some guys can get full and it really depends on the amount of tissue they have, right? Like if you're a 270 pound bodybuilder, you're going to need to drive some fucking food in there oh yeah actually a lot of food fill up for sure like sorry you're not going to be you're not going to be full as a house on no carbs i don't care who you are no. if you're 270 pounds right no. so wellness was good i was really happy with wellness um yeah. i was actually really happy that they chose laura lee as the me too man she was flawless her her quads were downsized she was very very sharp i think her posing was, was poised like She's one of those girls, right? Who, when you walk out, it just everything about everything about your eyes and everything about her, everything it just draws you. And you put her in a lineup with Ashley's very good too. You put her in a lineup with Ashley, Isa, all these girls, and at the end of the day, they all look phenomenal. But my eyes just kept going back, even when I watched her recaps glutes, and, and glutes, hundred percent, man. But and it even looked better because they weren't as bubbly but at the same time they're super sharp very fitting on her physique and when her legs were brought down they looked even more they looked even better and and more in place on her physique you know what i mean so it was just i was really impressed with that package man very impressed with it for sure yeah so i was very happy with that and then and then we had i mean we had fitness i mean missy didn't i mean i was kind of surprised but 
Dennis. Sorry. I actually, I actually really like fitness. I didn't watch it this year though. Oh, it was good. I liked it. Really good. They did a ter- the Ariel did a Terminator routine. Yeah. So I seen, I seen a picture of, um, Jacoby and Ariel because I think he finished her prep with her and he yep, helped he finish did. her yep. prep there. So I seen a picture of that and yeah, I seen she had her makeup on and stuff. Those, those routines always, every time I've gone to the Olympia, they're so Kim, impressive. They're so oh yeah. Every time I've gone to the Olympia, like Kim is a super fan of Oxana. And first time I we went to Olympia, she didn't even know anything about fitness. And all of a sudden it came on. I mean, she's a, she's an ex dancer and she still dances and stuff. As soon as it came on, it's just like, she was in love. And at that time I had never seen it in person really either. And then I watch it and it, it blows my mind that here's the thing. And this is what it, it blows my mind. Every time I see it as bodybuilders, we are sore. We are tired. We are bitching when we are that lean and peeled. And we just like, it, it takes every ounce of energy to even move. Now you get these girls who are peeled like very, very peeled and they're on stage doing flips and the splits and push-ups. And I'm like, I'm tired watching you. How are you doing that? (laughs) How are you not tearing your muscles in half? Because you're also not dehydrated as hell right now. You got to be hydrated to be doing this or you would be tearing some shit. Yeah. It's fast. They said they were on Gatorade. They said said things like they said, Missy, I think Fuai was on the, Fuai was in the backstage and he was talking with Missy. And she said like they were using like Gatorade and candy and like things like that, like after after the pose, after the physique judging. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're hydrated. They got electrolytes back in them. Everything's kind of good, which can be that kind of saving grace there. But to even kind of practice, it's more impressive to even practice it leading up to it out of all. Oh, for sure, man. It's because those two girls, at least the top, at least like the top two, like Missy and Ariel were both peeled. Like absolutely. Yeah. Like Ariel was shredded. <laughs> like yeah. her. Her legs were, her legs were like striated. Like they were. Yeah, dude, the picture I seen, she looked nasty. And that, that's just it, right? Like it hurts to be that lean. It does. The bottom. I don't know. I've never been that lean, so I can't resonate. So you'll find it one day. I'm a faux, get, I'm a faux bodybuilder right now. I'm a, I'm a faux. Get there, I'm not allowed to say. get there, man. I'm going to warn you. It, uh, it's, it's not a fun place to be, but you got to get there. And it just, it, they're the. They're the pinnacle of athletes, those ladies, man. It is remarkable yep. what they what they truly do. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, what else we got? Classic. What you then think? We got classic, man. <clears throat> Why old? Dino Dino came in. And I thought I actually thought Dino was going to press was pressing Diesel. Like I thought he was pressing Ruffin a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think up until that routine, I really do think <laughs> I really think that choosing soldier boy as, as part of your routine does not help the does not help the case there but sure. i mean but i mean i think he looked he looked absolutely fantastic like I agree. If he brings that package if he brings that package he's easily gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how they both use because they're both qualified yeah right so they're both um and if you don't know who i'm talking about I'm talking about Urs and now i'm talking about Urs and him yeah they're both qualified now. And I think Ur said he's just going to focus in on the Olympia. Yeah. Maybe. And if he just does, he has time to fill out that frame. Like he has nine more pounds to go on that frame. He puts nine that, pounds in that frame. He's going to be dangerous. I don't think he's going to put directly nine pounds on it in this time. I think he could. No, put, no, no, no. I think no, he, he might put like five. Either. I think he could put like four or five though in this time frame. Yeah. Like he, he could if he, if he puts in the work. Right. But he was, yeah. he was peeled. 
I was really happy with how Urs looked. Um, I was kind of just, I, I like how Breon looked, actually. I was really happy with how Breon looked. And he looked a little downsized, but he looked a bit more classic than 212 this in this one. Yeah. Compared to where before, I felt like he goes for the fuller lurk. And when he fills up, he looks very, very 212-ish when he mm-hmm. poses. Um, but he's amazing. But for being, I was kind of shocked he didn't get third. Should I be honest? You know, I, think- I, I, uh, I liked, I liked how he got fourth to be honest, but I'm really? not, I'm not a huge Breon fan. Okay. Now I will say this. If anyone was following my Instagram when I did my little predictions on my Q and a the day before I did predict he would fall in third. And I actually predicted Dino was going to get fourth, fourth and yours pull into second, but I was, Instagram did me Instagram did me dirty when I seen those release pics of yours and it's tough right because you don't see them actually beside each other but Dino was on man so as soon as I've seen them all up there I I pretty much thought Terrence Dino yours and uh rounding it out with um Breon but I thought Breon heading in was his best ever that that we've seen him I I definitely thought was the best Breon we've seen. I don't know. Something about, I think I would love to see him as a 212, man. Uh, I would I, too, uh, but he's so old. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Because he's what, pushing 40? He's like 43 or something. Yeah. So it, it's, which is mind-blowing. But he's only he's 10 old. years, but he's only 10 years into bodybuilding. So you got to think like, where's that age yeah. come in, in terms of things, which of course plays a difference. Sure. But I think Ur's I dude, I got caught up too in those. Dude, he said that they they released that video, bodybuilders, bodybuilders without borders, released oh, that, man. that video. I saw him like do that thing where he started, where he was like on the ground, where he was like touching his hands to the ground, and then he came up and he just you just see his whole backside just get peeled, like you just see his yeah. sunk in. Um, I think he looked a little, I think he looked a little flat at prejudging. Mm-hmm. He might have been spilled over. He might have been just a little bit spilled over. If I'm, if I, I think he, I think he spilled a little bit. That's what I was gonna say. I didn't think he was too flat. I thought he spilled potentially a little bit. He looks a little soft, look, especially when you see those Instagram pictures. And like he was hard as nails in those Instagram pictures, right? Like he was peeled, man. And there's just some detail that was that was not there on stage. I mean, he wasn't bad at all. He was very good, and he is very good. And he's a young dude, right? So he's, younger he's still than peeled, me. but what's that? Younger than me. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I was really happy with the showing overall. That was a good show, man. That was uh, that classic physique showing with those guys. Like, it just goes to show there's some there's some really exciting times ahead in the bodybuilding world, man. When these these young athletes are coming up and just taking the stage by storm and, and climbing the ranks like that. Like, man, <laughs> Dino is even Dino, man. He is. I was I I wasn't sure what to expect. I didn't know how huge yeah i didn't know what to expect i didn't know how improved he was going to be and then i see him in the lineup and oh man he just he looked gnarly but like the thing about terrence is when he hits a front double bicep or a back double bicep pose his waist is so small bro but the lats like he he hits the vacuum and he hits his pose and it literally is just a perfect v up to his humerus like it's literally perfect and it starts so small 
You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have those super high lat insertions where it's gonna kind of a, a blocky rectangle, tiny waist up to a big scoop swooping lat. It is literally like tapered perfectly up to the humerus. And I don't know. I, I love Terrence's physique, man. It is. He's awesome. I love him. It is nasty. And he's, he's just such a, a good representation of the sport and stuff too, that I, uh, the guy, the guy's great. He is a, he is the best backside in men's and men's classic. Like yeah. easily the best back, like his, he was shredded. Like when he turned around and did those back shots, like when he did his back double, no one was even like Dino was close, but n- like he wasn't touching. Like, his glutes looked like, like a tiger ripped his ass apart, man. Yeah. Yeah. He was, his hamstrings were gnarly, but the thick, yeah. it's not even like that. It's like the thickness in his back too. Mm-hmm. Out of everything. It's not even like the way he poses it is he just gets a lot of people. Like if you see Dino, like he loses like that thickness, like you tell there's thickness there, but he yeah. loses it slightly just a little bit in his, in his back shot. Whereas rough, poses it so well that he can get that thickness to still stand out, but still get that shape. Right. So that's really well. And like, that's the other thing. And I think that with Dino, like with time, it'll improve, but you actually look at the lumbar region, right? Like the actual thickness of the low back. Terrence has so much tissue there. Like you said, his lat is literally starting at the base of his spine above his hip. Whereas you look at Dino, his lats are obviously starting there. That's, literally where the lat inserts yeah but it's not thick down there it's dense up top he's got very thick upper traps and he's got width in the in the upper back but that lower back his waist is tiny which brings that taper in real nice but the density is not there whereas from the back you look at a shot of terrence and it's literally same thing a perfect triangle and it's very very dense down in the lower back region and you complement complement that with actually a small hip structure and peeled glutes and, and decently sized legs. It's tough to beat on that stage, man, with those guys. I mean, I don't think there was a guy there that going into the show could have challenged challenged rough for that win. You know what I mean? Now, now the question is, what do what do we expect at the Olympia? Because I because I think I'm a Chris, I'm a Chris guy, man. He's I think Bumstead's looking at this and he's like, fuck, I gotta because I think. We were talking about this yesterday when we were watching the finals. We, we, me and my friends think that he, he knows that last year was close and he knows that it was close. Right. And he yeah. knows if he's not on point next year, he's not winning it. Like if Terrence comes with what he just brought to the Arnold and Chris comes with what he brought last year, um, Terrence is winning it. He definitely could, but I will say this man, when Chris is on, but Chris, is, but if Chris is on, but if Chris is on or even improves slightly, yeah, he he's going to still win. Yeah, well, there's not there's not a guy in class physique on this earth that can touch Chris right now. No, he's that good. Like that's literally how good he is. I think the height you know makes I mean? a difference. I think the height makes a huge difference there. For sure, he's an he's an absolute unit, man. He's a monster, and like he didn't just become that way. He trains hard. Yeah, I don't think people people think he trained because because everyone has this misconception about him because he's like the gym he's like well he's not a gym shark anymore but you know he's like the gym shark guy he's like the yeah. he's like he's really like the I guess he's like the main he's the kind of like the mainstream bodybuilder out of everyone right yeah he's the guy who's making bodybuilding like what or cla- at least classic physique what it is yeah like he sets the tone like a lot of people think he doesn't train hard and that he just shows up and thinks he can win things. But I don't think people even watch like his training videos or anything or how hard, 
how much cardio Whoa. he does or how much or how much or how hard he's training like he's training with ian like he trained with ian during his prep you think have ian- you ever seen and like that's another thing too man is like there was a phase there where he wasn't training as hard because of his health issues and stuff like yeah. i believe he has been that uh kind of underlying condition there which kind of held him back a little bit but you're talking about a guy that still shows up and wins the olympia right now I don't know if you've ever seen his training when he was young, because he's a Canadian bodybuilder, right? So he was competing at like Canadian nationals and stuff with a lot of the guys that I know. And he was working with Greg Doucette and those guys or, and it's like, actually, I don't think he ever worked with Greg. No, he only worked with Ian. He's only worked. Yeah. So, but I think actually Ian worked with Greg, but anyways, yeah. Um, You watched that guy train when he was younger, man. deadlifts like heavy ass deads and it's he trains hard he was squatting heavy as shit like maybe at this point in time he's not doing that same stuff because he has the tissue you know what i mean yeah, now he has the muscle and and he obviously with this underlying condition probably needs to manage stressors on his body a little bit more and whatnot but he has the tissue and i guarantee you if we still watched him train to this day he's training hard Oh yeah. He was T-bar rowing like five plates the other day. Yeah, man. Like his, even his back improvements from Olympia to Olympia were mental. Yeah. Yeah. They really, they really changed. They really changed it. Um, so, and I don't think people understand too, like Chris is only 26. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like, like people keep forgetting that this kid's like, like he's actually genetic. Like when we talk about built different, Chris Bumstead is built different. Like there's, there's, there's a few people, there's a few people that are built different. One being Nick Walker, two, Chris Bumstead. And I might put Martin Fitzwater in three because he's like 20, he's like 20 something. He's like 23, 24. So it's like, dude, I would put Brett Wilkin up. I would put Brett Wilkin up there. Yeah. Those guys. Did you see his transformation over three years or whatever it was? At least Nick. And also I put Ian is built different because Ian was fucking peeled at 23, like at yeah. 20 years old. Um, but these guys that are like up in the echelon. Let's, now, let's just put it this way. Almost everybody on that Olympia, well, everybody on that Olympia stage built is built different. different. Built <laughs> yeah. At the end yeah. of the day, everybody are, on that Arnold stage on that Olympia stage is built different. But you have to look at the age of when they get to like their success. And Chris Bumstead was a champion at 20, whatever, 25. Yeah. So you know, how hard, like, that's, that's not huge. Like the dude was a monster at 20 years old. Like what you said, like he was deadlifting like six plates, like six, seven plates like and he could squat and he could squat like six plates with, with reps if he wanted to, like, if he yeah, really man. wanted to push it, he could. Now, does he want to probably not anymore, but I mean, he could do it if he really wanted to. I think people just, people just underestimate that. So I think it was great. I'm really excited to see how Urs improves for the Olympia. Um, me too. Me too. Especially like he was remarkably improved already since the Olympia, yes, right? His same thing with Dino though. Dino was remarkably improved. And I just, man, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a Chris Bumstead. I'm a huge Chris Bumstead fan. I'll tell you what, if he, if he shows up hundred percent, like I said, there is not one. Person oh, it's on game over. It's game over. He's yeah. not, there's not one person on this planet that's beating him. He'll get pushed because we have a lot of good up and comers here and they'll make a fun show of it, but you got to beat you got, you're going to beat the champ. You better beat the champ i want to see i want to see urs versus dino in that in in the olympia now me too me I think too it sets up a really good battle because now they're one and one 100 well and then also you like i said you add terrence back in that mix maybe those guys will push terrence man 
depending how much they improve. You never know. I think think Terrence is going to improve big time still between. Me too. I mean, Yesen, Yesen has his body nailed. Yeah. Like, like nailed. Yeah. And he did that after being COVID in January. Yeah. He had COVID in January. And he still came back and was fucking built. Hundred <laughs> percent, man. Yeah, he so, was. He that was, was sharp. so. That was an awesome show. Absolutely phenomenal. All right. I'm now, now we push. move on to the the goods. The most, I'm gonna say, the most ripped off. Uh, one of the most ripped off results I've ever seen. Um, okay. Okay. I, I personally had Bonac. Bonac came out and he was on, like both days. He was yes. on. He was full as a house. His legs from behind and from the front, like just like the amount of muscle density that he has in his legs were crazy. He was peeled. I mean, he, he was back to like second place at the, at the Olympia Bonac. Yeah. Like that day. Um, thought he looked great. Curry looked a bit off. He, he was very full. He looked very full, but he looked a little spilled over. Like if I'm yep. thinking about it. Yeah. Um, conditioning wasn't there at, as much as Bonac. And especially from behind, I think Bonac took all those shots. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if I agree with that. Really? And, and really? I look, at, I look at that front. I look at that front. I look at that back double, man. There's a there's a horse leg, and there's and there's a man's leg. I agree with that. I agree with that. But and this is so Tyler and I had a conversation about this yesterday. He sent me a screenshot of the lower half of a back double of, of Bonac and Curry side by side. Uh-huh. Okay. It was literally like a man to a child. But then you take a screenshot and you go upper body, cut out the legs and look at a back double bicep. Yeah. And the width that Curry has in comparison to Bonac, as well as the density is there and the arms, it, it's, it's, you're comparing apples to oranges in my opinion. So here's my, here, I'll give you my, my my take on the entire curry bonac thing and i'm going to put a hard disclaimer here i prefer bonac i think as a bodybuilder bonac is more complete if you actually look at bodybuilding criteria he is more complete he carries more muscle pound for pound he's dense he's hard he's literally complete head to toe he's got legs glutes conditioning arms back you name it right but you're on an Arnold Classic stage. I don't know if you remember the comments that Arnold made a few weeks or a few years ago. It is Arnold's show. Look at the, the physiques that they prefer. And this is another thing when you look at Samson placing where he did over Justin Rodriguez. Well, well, wait, well, wait. Because we can get into this one real quick too. I think number one, Justin, Justin was absolutely freaking crazy. Prejudging, wild. I had him. I had him actually in second. I had Curry. I had Curry three. Yeah. Like if I'm being honest, I had Bonac one. I had Justin two. I had Bonac. I had Curry three. Yeah. Prejudging. But I don't know what happened between in that day. But he lost like all his conditioning. He looked like he had distended. He he was distended in the waist. And when you're distended, that's my problem with Bonac transitions the gut distension between transitions and you yes you might not have to if you compare pose for pose 
you're not going to see a lot of distension. But as coaches, what do we prioritize in our athletes? Transitions, you need to hold your gut tight and your stomach tight, right? Mm -hmm. If you actually watch William Bonac's midsection in transitions and when he's not actually hitting a pose, it's pretty bad, man. And that's where I was going with this. I actually, when I was watching it, I actually said that Curry was going to win. And I don't feel that I like Curry's physique more. I just knew he was going to win because of the distension and the comments that Arnold made a few years ago. And then again, same idea. I personally think I love Samson's physique. I do. Oh, Samson was if, if that guy, if that guy could slap on another 15 pounds of tissue, man, he would be so crazy. So crazy. Yeah. But like I said, you compare Justin and Samson, like the muscularity that Justin carries compared to Samson is night and day, right? Samson was sharper. There's some, there's some stuff in those. There's some stuff in those delts. Oh, buddy, hundred percent. He's, he's an oil bag. <laughs> 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 but again, I mean, that's. I guess that's part. That's part of the part of the game at the pro level. A lot of these guys are doing it right. I'm not going to hate on it for that. But nope. I just think, I just think in the sense of, and and maybe I, it's my opinion, right? This is yep. an opinionated sport, and very. Uh, I prefer Bonax physique. I thought. Curry had it based on that predisposition to the comments Arnold made in the past, them favoring tight waists because of that. And then I also think it was reflected by Samson beating Justin because Justin does have very, very poor stomach distension and he doesn't get it under control. And when it's not under control, it, it really takes away from the muscularity of his physique because now it's just like, you're just a ginormous dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if you were a ginormous dude with a tight waistline, that shit's impressive. I think I think Samson could have beat Steve. Arguably, I agree. Absolutely. I think they I, should I, got, I, I don't think they got compared. I don't think they got compared in the finals. Uh, I can't even remember. I don't remember if they did or not, but I Steve think, was Steve was good though. I, I was, was I was happy with Steve was very I'm fine with I'm fine with Steve at three. I am very yeah. perfectly okay. I'm saying I I prefer Samson. I like that I like that flex wheeler esque type look. And I love Samson's physique, man. That. I love it. Has that. Um and his posing routine was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal poser. Awesome. Very, very good poser. Um but I could see why you have curry. I could see why now. Now, if it was the Olympia, I have it going the other way. Then, I have Bonac. I have Bonac beating Curry. If that's the yeah. Olympia, if yeah. that's the Olympia, you know, and you're not under the influence of of Arnold, like yeah, <laughs> I, I would. I'll I'll fair. I'll side with you on that one for sure. I, I can definitely that. see it. And I mean, at the end of the day, we just got to realize that there it's is some, some politics involved in in bodybuilding, right? And like we also are commenting, we weren't there, but. Yeah. I do know some people who were there that also shared that opinion. And I think you just have to be going with the mindset of if you're paying attention to these things, like the comments Arnold's made and, and where the Arnold shows are trending towards Brandon has a tight waist. You can't argue that, you know what I mean? And, and he turns to the back from the waist up. He's, he's disgusting. Yep. I so think, there's, yeah, I also, it, it's really, you're comparing apples to oranges in the physiques because one's a very aesthetically pleasing physique. One is just a, 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 a small structure packed with muscle, yeah. packed with muscle and like not missing anything. Again, bodybuilding criteria. If that's I'm a, checking boxes on a sheet, 
William Bonac checks every damn box I need checked. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like Chris, right? Like when he won the first time, it's like the way he's like it's just like his presence. Like yeah, there's a presence. There's a presence to Curry that makes it very appealing. I will say that. I think For sure. the way that Curry poses and the way that you know he kind of just goes about things. I think he just he hits that abdominal. He hits that abdominal thigh from the side where he's in like almost a, a yeah. dancing pose and like the side chest kind of. I don't even know. It's like a side chest modified oblique and he just looks so crisp man like it's just so crisp i wish i wish samson though won best poser i'm still very salty that he didn't win best poser i um, think uh i think if he would have placed higher he probably would have yeah um steve was good samson snuck in i actually thought so if brett was if brett was conditioned a touch more he spilled over so, so here's my just, and, and so you I, can Here's my thoughts on the whole Brett Wilkin thing. And I mentioned this yesterday. I was uh, talking to a couple, couple people on a live stream and uh, Brett was good, but you need to remember how much tissue that guy put on Mm -hmm. in how little of time, right? So now when you're dieting him down, you, that's going to be the first tissue that goes. So you have to be super, super careful not to diet off new tissue. Yep. Secondly, trying to fill out uh, a guy that has just put on this much tissue it's a lot you, you don't uh, you don't know how the physique's no. going to respond right like at this point that you're, you're looking at a new bodybuilder yep and trying to peak that without trying to diet over diet him so he's losing that new tissue it's a balancing act man and i mean we can say it like matt doesn't miss and i don't think this was necessarily a big miss no, no. i don't think it was a big miss it was just okay, they've taken some notes and he's going to come back a lot more dangerous. Yeah. Right. Like he, he's still, this muscle that he's added needs to continue to mature because it's yeah. crazy the amount of tissue he's put on in the small amount of time. It's literally fascinating. A lot. A fucking There's lot. not a lot of guys that can do that, man. Like, what did he go from? He went classic, from a 212. He went from classic a 12 bodybuilder. He went from classic to 212. To 212. Then to, to, open, then to open. And to being a big open dude in like three years, man. He's still lacking a bit of size. I would for say sure. looking for sure. Looking at those guys who he was compared to. You have to look at the lineup too. And a lot of those guys are taller. Like a lot of those guys sure. in this lineup, like you look at Regan, like even though Re- even though he beat Regan, like you look at Regan, Samson, Steve, like yeah. Justin. Like Justin's just wide, right? Like Justin's a f- like wide as a barn door. Yeah. But Steve is tall, Samson's tall, Regan's tall. Yeah. Like it doesn't really bode well for them. Like I know Bonac got second, but it doesn't, if, if you still don't have that muscle maturity, like Bonac has that muscle maturity. Well, it's just dense head to toe. It's everything so compact. Whereas skin's like so saran wrap because he has that maturity. Whereas Brett still is, like you said, it's still, it's still new muscle. So it's not going to have that Uber, Uber shredded, like, like, Ian, like, people ask how Ian looks so shredded. Number one, he was gifted with – with he's got those white boy – he's got those he, white yeah, boy – Yeah, that white boy skin. That he's, white got boy those skin. Dorian, he's got those Dorian Yates genet, like genetics, like, where it's like you have to see it. From what I've heard, you've had to see Ian in person to understand. I've seen him in person a few times at shows, and it's nasty. Yeah, I've heard you had to see it in person. Like, a lot of people comment about his wins and – they they never see it seems to be never be people that were there. Um, yeah. But um, 
I actually sat with him and Matt. I sat with him and Matt Porter at my first Olympia, right beside him. Really? Rest in peace to Matt Porter. Yeah, me and Kim sat with him and uh, Matt Porter, my first Olympia there. That's a good, that's a good <clears throat> crew to sit next to. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Just chatting bodybuilding with him. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, but I think Brett has a lot of promise. I think it I think it didn't help though that he was given like second. Like people were predicting second, and I really yeah. don't think given who was in the lineup. That's the thing about bodybuilding, right? And and we've seen it with yours, man. You can't rely on Instagram pictures until you see these guys side by side. No, you just can't. Because it's the last week, right? It's what you... They need the exact same lighting. They need the exact same positioning to really be able to judge a physique. And going in, I thought Brett was going to do very, very well. And he still had a great showing. What was it? Fifth or sixth? Sixth, sixth I think. Sixth. He could have... He I, actually, I actually could have seen him... Beating Justin, I I feel like he could have beat Justin on the second day, just when because Justin, Justin was so far off. Yeah, yep. That that, that I think yeah. that that's it. And I mean, man, he's a. I mean, were you watching? I've been watching Brett's YouTube videos because he released them like every single day this week. Like yeah. he was doing like all the days leading up to it, and the amount of fucking cream of rice this dude eats at every single meal. It's like 150 grams of 150 grams raw cream of rice at every meal. That's like 200, that's like 250 grams of cooked cream of rice, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like that's wow. a lot. That's a lot of fucking cream of rice. Well, or like, I, eat, I, eat I eat 130 grams. I think, yeah, I eat 130 grams pre-training. And that ain't like a, I mean, it's not a ton, but it's definitely not a tiny amount. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? And then, like, well, then imagine, well, you do that, what, like twice during the day? Your pre and post maybe? Yeah, I normally do cereal post-workout, but that's over 100 grams of carbs. But you're still thinking, but you're still thinking he did that like five meals a day, like yeah. for three days in a row. <laughs> like that's Honestly, a lot. I'll say this, I'll say this digestion and like the actual volume of food. I could handle that for sure because I digest cream of rice digest oh, so, yeah, it just goes like so easily. Right. I got brownie batter by pride foods. Oh yeah. I'm in the U S guy. We don't have got to get on that golden, golden grain foods train, my man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I got brownie batter, so I'm very excited to try out some pride foods. So. Oh yeah, it's uh, the pride foods. I actually have stuff. pride foods. I got the taco one. Is it good? Fucking. I've bad. always been really. As much as I, as much as people shit on like savory cream of rice, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. This thing is amazing. Well, one of my, one of my, uh, one of my good buddies, um, he he's from South Africa, and a staple food back home. It's very similar to corn or it's very similar to cream of rice, but it's made of corn, not rice. Mm-hmm. And one of their like meals that they eat in South Africa is literally that with like ground beef and salsa types things. And oh. when he told me that, I'm like, you know what? I actually probably could fuck with cream of rice, salsa and ground beef. That sounds good. People think it's crazy, but I do like savory stuff. So I've never tried it. Might have to toss some taco seasoning in my cream of rice with some ground beef and test it out. <laughs> I've been, dude, I've, I've not had... I've not had a, a sweet craving. I'm not a sweet guy myself. I'm not a sweet. I don't like, I have cookies in my apartment right now, just from off season still. And I'm like, I don't even care that these are here. Like, yeah. I just want like, just give me like sushi. <laughs> like yeah. I have like a sushi for you. Oh, uh, that'd be sushi or a burger, man. Give me, me a like, burger. <laughs> give me like seven rolls of sushi though. It would yeah. be a lot of sushi. Don't, oh yeah. I, people, people are like, you eat that much. I was like, yeah, I was eating like six, seven rolls of sushi at the peak of my off season. What's the most, what's the most sushi you've ever eaten? We need to hear this. Seven. I've eaten seven, seven. rolls. Seven and a half, seven and a half. So that's, so that's what? That's eight pieces per roll? Six. 
Six pieces per roll. So 40, so like 45. 45. Okay, so I hate to, I hate to one up you, but I'm gonna one up you. Why did you do like a hundred roll? Did you do like a hundred pieces? I've, I've eaten I've eaten a hundred pieces in one sitting. Before. Yeah, of course you have. But you're also I've never. Wait, I have... wait, 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 wait. There's a big there's a big difference here. This guy was probably 240 pounds at this yeah, I was, time. I was 245 pounds when I did that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You were you were a whole 50 pounds heavier of a human than I was. <laughs> yeah, that's very fair. I just had. I had to the, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna correlation, lose. the correlation, <laughs> the correlation there between weight and rolls. It seems like I might be able to best you, but I was we'll also see. eating, I was also eating 6,000 plus calories a day. Yeah. That's, that's so fucking wild. There's uh there's literally 0% chance I could ever t- touch that much. Now. Like I, I normally do like 40, 50 pieces and I'm pretty smoked. Uh, dude, it's so expensive. It's just so expensive. All you can eat here, bro. That's where, well, COVID actually ruined that for me and me and the lady. We uh, we always used to when I would go for sushi. Oh, you guy that so ruined much. it. Have you gotten kicked out of one? Uh, no. So that time, actually, when I ate 100 pieces, I was at three other bodybuilders. All of them were 230 plus pounds. So there's four of us, and we went there and we sat there for three hours eating. And if if you're an athlete of mine listening to this, do not ever do this when I give you the green <laughs> the green light for a free meal. Do not go eat for three hours straight, please. <laughs> But we came back the next time, but there was only two of us, not all three of us. And they had a sign on the door that had a two hour limit. <laughs> so they didn't kick us out. You can tell they were getting kind of frustrated, but they were just literally amazed at how much food we were eating. But then, yeah, the next time we came back, there was a, a two hour time limit on the door. <laughs> and they and were, we they like were... to, we like to, we like to believe that it was us that caused that to be put in place. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been to an all you can eat sushi spot though yet. Oh man, when you uh, when you come down here, we'll definitely hit one up. I haven't, so I actually haven't been in a long time. COVID kind of ruined it for me and the lady. We got lazy, so we basically we always used to go. We were going for sushi. We'd go all you can eat. It's like bang for your buck, man. You can't beat it. I can go sit there and eat fifty pieces for forty dollars. I'm paying less than a dollar per piece. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus the same restaurant, you order in. I'm paying two hundred dollars for me and Kim to eat, and I'm still potentially hungry after i'm done eating yeah i and but that's where like covid that's what happened right they, they were only doing takeout so we start ordering sushi when i'm having we're having a free meal and we're watching a movie at home and it's like this is really nice when i'm so full i don't have to move after i just get to continue to lay on the couch <laughs> yeah. you're like you're like good thing i was making a good amount of money at this point <laughs> you're like yeah good thing i was making some good but money <laughs> realistically realistically I'm cheap, so I probably should go back to the all-you-can-eat style. Oh, dude, I, I, not gonna lie, I think the mistake I made this off-season. So we pushed, so we pushed calories, right? And then every leg day, I had a, I had a free meal, but I would always, we ended up always doing legs at like five o'clock at night. Yeah. So it would take us like two hours, right? So we'd always do two hours, and I'm not hungry for like an hour after legs. Oh, I'm the same way after I, legs. I, I can't eat. Like I can go like an hour. I can go like an hour and a half without having to eat, and I'll be, yeah. and then I'll hit like the hour and a half mark, and I'm like, okay, I should probably eat at this point. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, okay, I need to eat. Um, yeah. But, so then you got to think, that's like 8.30. So then I get done my meal at like 8.30, right? And then, I, then I'd be like, oh, well, Five Guys closes at 10, so I had to go before it closes. So I go drive to Five Guys at like 9.30, 
go pick it up. And then I have five guys like, like an hour and a half, like at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> oh dude. So good. So- I would pass out. I would pass. I would get, I would get a triple bacon cheeseburger um, with a regular fry. And then I'd also always would grab a bag of Tate's cookies at the grocery store. And I have like, and I have a little bit, of, I have like four of those. And oh. I was just like, I was like, this is probably where my insulin resistance probably kicked in. I was, like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Mark, this is definitely from me eating this food like this late at night, like at least once. For sure. Want to hear something wild? You might think I'm crazy for this. My first time having five guys was in December. No. And bro, I am so hooked on it now. It is like not hooked in the sense of eating yeah. every day, but every time I get a cheat meal in the back of my head or I have a free meal in the back of my head, I'm like, Five guys. Or if I have an event where I have to go somewhere for a meal, I'm like, ah, oh, but I just want to have five guys this week. I don't want to go to this meal. <laughs> yeah. I do. Uh, I love it. That was my meal. It's every so time. good, man. Like, so I had it. Uh, where was? So I, I had a show with athletes, and I've been bad for this in in the past. And this is I'm changing it. I'm changing it this year. A lot of times on show days, I literally will barely eat, man, because I'm just running around, like not even thinking about food. And I get a little bit anxious on show days when my athletes are competing, just because I don't know if it's because I care or whatever. I just, I get anxious. You know what I mean? And when I'm trying to stuff my face with food, I just feel like shit. And I hate feeling like shit when I need to be there for people. So I just half the time won't eat. And then all of a sudden the end of the day comes and I haven't eaten in literally 12 plus hours. And I'm so fucking hungry, <laughs> like yeah. so hungry. So this show wrapped up and, and said goodbye to my clients and sent them all off. We weren't going for a meal after sometimes I'll go for a meal with my athletes, but it was super late and everyone kind of had their own plans. So I messaged Kim. I'm like, I need to eat. Like, have you eaten? Do you need anything? She had already eaten. So I was like, all right, straight to five guys. I'm trying this. I'm getting it. <laughs> So I grabbed, I grabbed two of their burgers with the double patties yep, and a large fries and came home. And I'm not joking you. I probably scarfed it down in five to 10 minutes flat. <laughs> and then it was, I inhaled it, man. The first, and it, I loved it because it's not greasy. Like it wasn't super greasy. And well, some oh, nights man. you do get that. Some nights you get, some nights you get it less greasy and some nights you get it more. Every single, I've, I've had it three times now since December. I've had it three times. And every time I've gone to the same five guys to get it, it's like five minutes from my house. And man, it is so good. So good. Dude, I, so, so the thing was, ready? So the thing was my intro at that time was 120 grams of carbs. Yeah. Right? My post-workout meal was 250 grams of carbs. <laughs> oh. And then, and then I was housing another maybe 2,000 plus or two to like 2,500 calories at least with that, with that free meal. So I was eating all those meals within probably a five hour time span. I was like, this is probably not good for my digestion. (laughs) Absolutely not. I was like, dude, it's so good. I was like, maybe I should just start taking metformin and I'll be good. (laughs) 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 It's like, I was like, maybe my BG will come down, but it was really funny because my parents, so cool, fun fact. So we had planned. So Mark and I wanted to start our fat loss phase at the beginning of January. We did, but it's really funny. Cause I remember telling my parents, so I was home for a few weeks before Christmas to go to be with my parents. And I was like, Oh, cool. I'm just going to drive home one week and stay with them the whole Christmas week. Yeah. And, um, I go and they, 
And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I only got two Five Guys meals left. And they're like, what do you mean you only got two? And I was like, well, my off season ends in two weeks. And so Mark's going to cut all my free meals. And they're like, oh, no. They're like, oh, well, I guess you may as well have this. They got me like a $50. They got me a $50 <laughs> uh, Five Guys go. gift card. <laughs> so my last two free meals were fully paid for. I was like, oh, nice. Oh, no. I'm, not spending, I'm not spending the $25 I would spend on Five yeah. Guys. I was like, 100%. I was like, I'm good. But no, this is, this is probably really bad. Mark, I hope you're really not listening to this podcast as I'm, as I'm dieting, <laughs> just talking about food. He's like, oh, this guy's in trouble. He's like, this, yeah. is, this is the start of it. This is as long as you're not going, as long as you're not going to eat five guys right after this, I think you're good. Now I'm going to go, I'm going to eat three eggs, there you uh, go. 100, 100, 130 grams of chicken and some, uh, and some strawberries. Are you on, uh, are you on, so right now, are you on macros or meal plan? Macros, but I've, macros. but I've eaten the same five meals for the last 23, for the last 22 months. See, you are literally doing macros the right way. Yeah. The right way. Yes. Yes. The, the right, right way. way. You're, yeah, doing the right macros. Way. You're doing macros the way macros should be done. That is macros. That is not IIFYM. I just changed. <laughs> I just changed. My... God, I'm dying. Order <laughs> down the wrong hole. I'm just changing out my fruit sources every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> so I was doing a ton of blueberries, but they're not in season. So it's like quite expensive. So I just get raspberries. Yeah. Well, and like the other thing too is maybe one day you're short on chicken. You don't have time to go to the grocery store, but you have a different protein source. Oh, dude, I've been oh. fucking with tuna. I'm eating two packs of tuna. You know what I mean? There you go. Like, like swap that in. And that, that is doing macros properly, but you're not changing food every day. And like, I find macro dieting if you're doing it in that sense where you don't have a structured laid out macro plan or like for yourself with an actual meal plan that you've based your macros on i find it stressful as hell i like to just be like know what i'm eating like i, I don't have time to sit there and plan out what i'm eating like i just love knowing what i'm eating it's way easier oh it's saved it's saved in my my fitness pal yeah so every day so every day i'll go in and it'll be like swipe right for your yesterday's thing i'll be like swipe right and then i'll be like and i'll go back to my last rest day and I'll find my last rest day and then I'll like save the date into that. So I like, but at this point you probably literally don't even need to plug it in. Cause you just know, no. Cause I know, cause I know, but I am, yeah. but I did have to switch out a few. I just switch out a salmon meal for a tuna because my, well, if you're dropped, I never, I know you were saying you got dropped your fats there. So that would make yeah. sense. Right. Cause I got dropped to like 50 grams. So, and getting dropped to 50 grams takes out it, people don't understand when you eat like chicken and things like that, there are fats of chicken. Like for sure. Cool. People just don't understand that. And they're like, oh, you probably have fats for salmon. I'm like, not when I eat like three eggs. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather get, I eat like pasture raised eggs. So I'd rather just get my stuff. Because I do that real, I do that bone, wild caught canned, canned salmon. Dude. Oh, bone oh. in? Yeah, it has a little bit of bones in them. So you get it. Oh, little- I hate that. I actually hate that. No, really? man. Really? Really? No, I got to get my calcium now. Do you have an air fryer? I do, but but I can't, but I will not. The amount of money I would spend on wild caught salmon would be fucking whack. I'm not, I'm, and I'm also not buying farm raised because I that did that for crazy. a while. That is crazy. You want to know why? In Canada, man, every time I find wild caught salmon, actually, I guess I was looking for no bone, no skin. Every time I find wild caught, caught no bone, no skin salmon in a can, it's literally like the same price as half a bag that has 10 times the serving size of wild caught sockeye salmon. And 
here's the thing. I will change your life with this. You just need to try it one time, okay? Take a salmon, take a wild salmon fillet with the skin on. I know, on. put it in the air fryer. I do. I did all my salmon in the air fryer. I was eating farm oh. race for a while. Dude, air fried salmon, the, the, is, crisp, the crisp on the outside. Put the some crust. Cajun seasoning on it. And you get like a blackened salmon. Yeah. Oh, buddy. It is oh, yeah. night and day. I mean, when you eat you know the same well with it, sriracha. All the time. sriracha. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I put well, a ton of sriracha I sauce on Here's what I do, man. I take my salmon. I have a 200, I have 200 grams of, of rice with my salmon. I use like a bagged salad for my carbs or my, sorry, veggies, mix it in there. And I use, do you ever use Bragg's soy substitute? No. Or like Bragg's liquid aminos. I'm not it's used like to, a, people keep telling me to avoid liquid aminos. So I don't know if I want to try liquid aminos. <laughs> that's fair. Well, I just use the, the soy substitute. I put a little bit of that on. You could use soy sauce too, whatever. I mean, People are freaking out about sodium, but I mean, we both know how important sodium is. So <laughs> I really don't care about sodium, but I just always have Bragg's and my Bragg's soy substitute in my fridge. Put a little bit of that on there, man. Oh, buddy, with a little bit of uh, sweet chili sauce, like like G Hughes sweet chili, sugar-free sweet chili. Uh, oh, buddy, it's name. I, I, dude, I've been doing, I'm, I'm on the Regan Grimes. I've been on the Regan Grimes train and the Dorian Hamilton train. The sweet with heat mustard, man. Oh, it's nasty. Nothing, it is nothing unbelievable. Beats, nothing beats. Like I'll cook my eggs right now and I'll put sweet with heat mustard on my eggs and chicken. And it's just fucking and like a one. Yeah. I love that. See, this 100%. is what, this is what, this is what coach's corner really is about. Yeah. This Trying is, is going to turn into your food. But if you start, so if you start soaking your food in sweet with heat mustard, Coach B is going to be pissed. <laughs> six <laughs> meals, six meals a day times 50, 50 mils of sweet with heat mustard. No, I use it on one meal. I use it on one meal. And one I meal. know, I know, but I'm just saying now you're getting an extra 20 grams of sugar in your diet. Oh yeah. No, uh-uh, no, mm -mm. I need a little bit of sweet, but I get my little bit of sweet from a uh, nice little uh, chocolate rice cake. Oh I yeah. There you my go. singular, my singular chocolate rice cake I get every day now. There it's, you a, go. It's, a, it's a delicacy. At this yeah, point. mine is. I get my. I get a sweet kick from that cream of rice, man. Like I've been using the Golden Grains birthday cake flavor. Holy buddy, it's got actual sprinkles in it. <laughs> Look at you. I'm not even a sweet. I'm not even a sweet you're guy. Such but fat, like, you're such a fat boy. <laughs> I am, man. I'm a, I'm a fat boy. But we actually I, are. Like, actually, actually, we. If we look at the last like. 15 20 minutes of this conversation it's literally been about food yeah. yeah this is this is not this is not good but you guys get an insight into what we think about food so bodybuilders man I we're just dis we're just disciplined yeah we're disciplined. exactly but the thing is too right like at the end of the day we're not walking around thinking about food all day like i, I actually truly do not give a shit what i put in my body as long as i'm fueling myself i don't care what it tastes like I half eat, the time I, I eat <laughs> half the time i'm just i'm too half the time i'm just I need it quick and, and easy. And like in the morning, I hammer out my eggs on toast. I put no, nothing on them except a little bit of salt. And I just scarf it down in five minutes, which again, don't do that because I want you chewing your food. <laughs> don't do but, what we do. Whatever, yeah. whatever I tell people, I tell people outside of the training, outside of the training and like maybe like our peri-workout nutrition, I'm like, don't do what we do. <laughs> like, don't ever do what I do with my nutrition. Here, like, here we are at the beginning of this conversation saying we lead by example. Now we're sitting here saying, don't, do don't as I say, not as I do. <laughs> uh, except for the fact that I'm eating like two tuna packets. So if I get mercury poison, if I get mercury poisoning, I guess we'll figure out why. <laughs> oh man, it's, you, there's no way you'd get mercury no, poisoning. No, no, but dude, it's People, been flowing. It's been, the best part is, 
it digests so well for me. Like I'll have that meal. I'll be hungry in like an hour and a half. Yeah. And I'm like, good. I want to be, I actually like having a little bit of hunger. So I'm when like, you're, when you're dieting, it's, it's a mental thing, man. I love feeling hungry and I'm dieting. I feel like it's making me leaner quicker. <laughs> I'm like, it's I'm not. like, hmm. I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll be less on the scale tomorrow. I'm like, hmm, let's, yeah. let's, let's Well, I prefer, man, I, I 100% for sure till world's end feel a million times better hungry than I do full. I feel like shit full and I hate force feeding myself. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's you gotta eat. It's you gotta eat, yeah, yeah, so, it is. Um, but yeah, we touched on, we touched on Arnold. We touched on our food choices. We touched on our cheat meals. Um, I think this has been a quality... I wouldn't even say this is a coach's corner episode because we, I feel like coach's corner is kind of saved for like Q and A's. Yeah. Whatever. This um, is like, this like, is this is like, fat, boy, fat boys corner. <laughs> I'm <gonna label laughs> that's why I'm, that's why I'm labeling this episode tomorrow. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent labeling episode 192 fat boys corner. <laughs> I like it. I like enticing, it. Enticing title to get people to listen to us. Yeah. Like, what are they, what are they, what are they going to talk about? I'm not yeah. even going to write a description. I'm just going to leave it blank and they'll have to figure it out. They'll just have to listen. And we, and we don't start talking about the, uh, we don't start talking about the fat boy stuff till, till the later half. So they're just going to have to like, where, where do they get this fat boy stuff from? What are they talking about? <laughs> I love it. All right. All right, guys. Well, um, if you guys got this far, hopefully you did. I mean, we had some good combo, but if you did um, subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple, share it on Instagram. You guys did really well last week. Um, like I said, Brain's going to be a very much regular on the podcast now um, just because he likes to do this. And I figured uh, more more the merrier when it comes down to it. You guys get three coaches. You guys are going to get on most episodes on Coach's Corner, three coaches now without having to wait. even pay us. So yeah. I think that's a, that's, a, that's a discount and a half right there. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, definitely go follow Braden uh, or follow me. If you're coming from Braden's thing, yeah, follow 100%. me. Follow me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll be back next week, guys. Um, but thank you for listening to this episode of, uh, I guess, episode one of Fat Boys Corner uh, <laughs> yeah. with, with Braden and I. Uh, thanks, guys. Awesome.